The beginnings of a future political direction for New Caledonia could be unearthed in Numer this week. The French interior minister is due to land in the territory on Thursday for meetings with both loyalist and pro-independence groups. I spoke with Nick McClellan, a senior journalist, Ireland's business contributor and long-time writer on New Caledonian politics. And I began by asking him about the significance of an FLNKS Congress held in the lead-up to Damana's visit and the symbolism behind the location where they chose to hold it. The Congress of uh, Independence Activists in New Caledonia was held in uh, Ansvata, which is a beachside suburb in the south of the capital, Numia. It's quite significant in that the southern suburbs are very much the home of the wealthy elite in uh, the New Caledonian capital. And they uh, it's very much taking the argument to the heart of uh, the anti-independence uh, uh, bastion. Um, the southern suburbs have traditionally been uh, supported, uh, voters there have supported uh, anti-independence uh, conservative parties. Um, so this is the FLNKS making a statement that um, even after three referendums on self-determination between 2018 and 2021, that the decolonization issue is still alive. Now, we we had that last referendum, obviously the boycott um, and then sort of no dialogue. This is a significant week, is it not, for the next step, so to speak, with engagement from the Canac side? France's overseas minister, Gérard Damana, arrives uh, later this week uh, for discussions with uh, all political parties in New Caledonia. Um, both he and uh, his uh, assistant, Jean-Francois Carinko, visited New Caledonia last year but those talks were essentially boycotted by the Canax Socialist National Liberation Front, the main coalition of independence parties, and other key independence supporters. Um, the FLNKS remains angry about the way that France pushed through the December 2021 referendum, um, which, as you say, saw a massive uh, non-participation by uh, pro-independence supporters, particularly Indigenous Canac. They've also expressed concern that France is uh, considering rolling back many of the key achievements of the Namira Accord. That's the 1998 agreement, which is basically the framework agreement, which has operated for nearly a quarter of a century um, and set uh, up the political institutions that today govern New Caledonia. Um, the talks later this week will be a crucial dialogue, therefore, between the independence movement and uh the overseas minister, but it was also a time for the independence movement to come together. There are many different parties, uh, different organisations, trade unions, church supporters. Um, to forge one common position has been a long-standing difficulty. Uh, this was a really important meeting to develop a common voice to take into these crucial negotiations with the French state. And is there a sense that they did manage to forge uh, a united voice coming out of it? Very much so. The main coalition, the FLNKS, includes four parties, uh, Union Caledonian and Palika, the party of Kanak Liberation, are the two largest. But there are many other pro-independence formations outside the FLNKS, including the Labour Party and the USTKE Trade Union Confederation, uh, which has been pro-independence for many decades. There are many supporters of independence in the Église Evangelique, the main uh, Protestant denomination in New Caledonia, and other smaller political formations that want to see 
a change in political status, indeed want to see a sovereign and independent nation. What was striking was these uh, groups all came together at the Congress, uh, as well as the main parties in the FLNKS, and they've established a coordinating committee, the Comité Stratégique Indépendantiste, uh, which will bring together um, different formations who are all in support of independence uh, going forward with talks with the French state. That's very crucial because um, the French government uh, says that after the three referendums held under the Numida Accord, um, the self-determination process is coming to an end. Now, the FNKS obviously disagrees with that. And indeed, um, neighbouring Melanesian countries also disagree with that. And that was highlighted by the presence at the Congress uh, last weekend of the Director General of the Melanesian Spearhead Group, Leonard Loma. Now, um, despite the restrictions on voting rules, is it fair to say that Canucks are either close to or are outnumbered in terms of the 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 French versus Indigenous Canuck populations in actuality in the territory? After generations of migration and settlement um, from France and from other French dependencies, particularly Wallace and Futuna and Tahiti, um, Indigenous Canucks uh, are a minority in the population, a significant minority, over 40% of the population. Um, but they've always had to seek support from people from other uh, communities in order to achieve a majority in any referendum on uh, political status. Um, although there hasn't been a, a breakthrough, it was clear from the 2018 referendum that the Evelyn case did much better than people were expecting, winning 43% support for independence. The next vote in 2020 uh, was 46%, so there's certainly momentum towards a majority uh, and that's why there was such anger when France pushed through the 2021 referendum in the middle of the pandemic and saw a massive drop-off of participation. Um, you know, most Indigenous Kanak, most independent supporters just didn't go to the polls. Um, France's Council of State says it was a valid vote. However, politically, uh, it's clear that it's not. If the colonised people, the Indigenous Kanak, didn't in, weren't involved in this self-determination process, um, international opinion says very clearly from the United Nations and indeed from the Political Alliance Forum that this lacked credibility and legitimacy. And that's the battle that's being played out at the moment. The remaining question, though, is the deadline of elections uh, for May 2024. The local provincial assemblies and National Congress must hold their uh, five yearly elections. Previous elections under the Namir Accord have been held under a restricted electoral roll, meaning only long-term residents, people there since 1998, um, can vote. Now, that's meant that some 40,000-plus French nationals who are eligible to vote for the French National Assembly, the French Senate, the European Parliament, can't vote for their local political institutions. Anti-independence parties are wanting to unfreeze, to open up this electoral roll, so that these tens of thousands of French nationals can vote for the local Congress, the local provincial assemblies. Not surprisingly, the independence movement is deeply opposed to that reform. And this is one of the central issues facing uh, the French overseas minister when he arrives uh, in coming days. Always a pleasure, Nick. Thank you so much for insights and clarity on a very complex political situation. I uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Karoi.